folks, we finally made it to the end of the road. A winner will be crowned today on the Thoughts and Friends podcast. However many episodes we've done, breaking down this bracket, what would it be? Eight episodes? Is that right? 16 done, teams? We did a, a seeding show, and then we did eight we did eight uh, individual first-round matchups. Now this is our 10th episode, our 55th overall. Double nickel. Look at that. That's someone's. That's uh, Mike Singletary, I think, right? Terrell right, Suggs is for sure 55. I don't know about Mike Singletary. T-Sizzle it's, episode. It's the T-Sizzle, maybe Mike Singletary episode. Should be fun. We're ta- we're crowning champs. We're handing we're out finally hardware. Here. We're finally here. Hardware. A lot of movies watched. A lot of takes given. Yeah, we're, we're gonna hash here. it out. Wes, how how have you felt about this entire process? Um, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I've been happy to. A lot of these have been a rewatch. Happy to watch a few new movies. It has been daunting. It's been daunting. It's been as much as watching sixteen movies doesn't seem that crazy, especially when you have some time off around the holidays. It's been a lot. Recording these mm-hmm. podcasts, watching these movies, especially with travel and going to family events and shit. It's been a lot of free time spent watching movies, but you could do worse things. Worst ways to spend your free time. You could not have free time. We're hashtag blessed over here on the, the TNF pod. Yeah, first world props. So I I want to talk about, we're in the quarterfinal. We have eight movies left. I want to talk about how from here we're going to decide these matchups obviously we spent an entire show on each of the the previous matchups in the first round it'll be condensed versions in this we're not going to go step by step through every movie again but what is your thought on how you're going to be deciding the matchups for for you we're deciding what the greatest christmas movie of all time is i think and that comes down to the christmasiness that comes down to the the warm fuzzy feeling that it gives you it comes down to fitting the themes of what the season is all about. And then, you know, the quality of the movie is obviously very important. Um, I think a huge, huge factor for me is rewatchability. Yeah, I think Christmas movies, that's more so than almost any other kind of movie. That's that's a huge portion of it. Yeah. Great so Christmas these... movies are, are hyper rewatchable. They, they, they add something with every viewing or they feel like a nice warm blanket every Christmas season whenever you throw it on. Yeah. I think that's going to be a big factor for me. The overall like technical structure and like this and that of the movie, like breaking it down is very much a tiebreaker. I would say for me, like in the end, if sure. it's super close, maybe we'll use that, but I would say all the ones left are pretty good movies. So right. For the know. most part. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I'm ready to jump in. We're going to talk a a few things after this uh, that we'll bring up probably for 15 or 20 minutes. Stick around. But the, uh, yeah, it's called a tease in the biz, folks. Uh, We're going to talk about some crap later, too. So stick around. We're going to talk about this stuff later. Talking about other stuff. We're going to talk more about other things that's not this. Um, Excited. The first matchup, the upper left, the. Northwest region. Of the- yeah, we should have named these into regions. <laughs> we should have. We kind of decided to make, we themed to some of them. Um, but there wasn't enough in common, really. But no. the uh, the upper left portion of the bracket, we have Home Alone against Lethal Weapon. The one seed, it was all chalk on the left side of the bracket. The one seed against the eight seed. Um, general thoughts, how, how are you leaning on this first matchup? So one, number one overall seed. 
I mean, this one feels easy. Lethal Weapon and Die Hard. They're people make the argument they're not Christmas movies for a reason, because they have nothing to do with Christmas other than the time in which they are set. Yeah, like a vague setting. It's just a immensely more Christmassy movie. It just actually is a Christmas movie, which gives it a distinct advantage in this matchup. In my opinion, much more rewatchable as well. Um, I enjoyed Lethal Weapon, but I'm not like dying to watch it again. Um, it was it was good though, and I think all I think this and Die Hard and Lethal Weapon are all pretty close on the watchability. Sure. For me personally, probably Die Hard is probably a little more rewatchable. It's a little little less human interaction, a little less um, character stuff, and a little more action hijinks stuff. Yeah. I don't want to say that the spectacle of Lethal Weapon and Die Hard was put in as a bit, because I do think that they are Christmas movies. I think they belong in the bracket. I'm okay with them being in here. But they were, I mean, they obviously got matched up for a reason. They're very similar. They're really easy to argue that they're not a Christmas movie. It's so good for it's the fair. discourse. It's and good for the discourse. They were good movies. They're fun to watch. I had a lot to say about both. But it's I think there's a clear. This is an interesting exercise. Yeah. That exercise has come to an end. Home Alone yes. is a Final Four team. It was the number one seed for a reason. Home Alone Agreed. moves on. I think that one's pretty easy. I yeah, think, I think this we're... next matchup, hmm, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Let's move on because there's much more to talk about in the other matchups. I think that one's pretty easy. Home Alone will move on and it will play, play matchup against whatever, against Elf or A Christmas Story. And I really, I have a lean. I have my choice, just instinct. I just have my choice, but I want to hear your thoughts first on this one. Two absolute classics. Two movies that are going to be getting watched for years and years to come. Oh, boy. Which one of these movies do I want to rewatch more? Which one of these movies is an easier rewatch for me? I probably have to say Christmas Story. Which one of these movies is more fun, more exciting? Probably Elf. I mean, Elf's got, you know, Elf's, it's in your face. It's wacky. It's zany. It's goofy. Um, man, A Christmas Story, it's just, it, it is the warmest, coziest movie to me. Elf is, gets on my nerves sometimes, I think, a little. Interesting. Okay. I the rewatchability think, is not a huge gap, though. I will. I, I, if I had to pick I one, think, I, would, I think I a Christmas, Christmas story, story, maybe just because it's older or there's something I just and it's not like a staple for me for whatever reason. I know it is for a ton of people. It just seems kind of boring to me. I don't know. It, and I don't want to be like, oh, it's the it's the old movie, and it, it I don't know. It just feels kind of boring. Well, it's and, just a real, it's very true to life, slice feels, of life. Nothing really happens, but it's, you know, right. it's, it's, it's mimics a real life Christmas that someone would have. Whereas a grown elf humanoid man going to New York City and wreaking havoc, not a normal thing. It's a uh, suspension of disbelief required there. A little, yeah. little, uh, little entertaining oh. wrinkle. Obviously, the energy of Elf is much higher. It vibrates at a higher frequency than what a Christmas story would. 
Yeah. I think it's clearly a better movie than Elf. Um, Which one's more Christmassy? I, I was mm. going to argue that I think to its core, I think Elf is just so crisp. But then there's this... And I, a Christmas story, it feels like it's telling not only a story about Christmas, but about a, a larger, just like life in general. And just like, I don't know, but it, it's Elf really hard. Too, I don't you know, know. It's about family. It's about yeah. being in love with your parents and reconnecting with them and believing Man, really in having some sort of sense of hope. I want to, I really want to pick Elf and I'm trying to argue against a Christmas story, but I'm having trouble. I really want to pick so, a Christmas story. Um, me personally, hmm. I do love Elf is Elf is great. It is. What other deciding factors could there be? You know, Will Ferrell, if we're talking best performance across both movies, Ferrell's got to have the the lean there. Although gotta the material the allows for there to be a bigger performance in that movie. There's not really a role in a Christmas story that has enough meat no. on the bone to warrant that kind of performance um i just uh, i just don't i just think it's a little boring to me it doesn't it when is, i'm thinking it's, it's, i'm thinking christmas that's kind of the good stuff that's kind of the perfect background noise which i think is a big that's part not of what i'm movie. i guess that's not what i'm trying to watch though I, i'm trying to be uplifted it feels kind of like a downer like it feels very real and it's a story that is well told and oh i is, uh, I would definitely argue that it's. A total I don't find offer. it funny. It's... I don't find it funny. <sighs> There's a few things where the the bunny suit from his whoever it's from his aunt or something is very funny. I laugh. I, there's just I'd rather be the energy, the uplifting, the funny of Will Ferrell and Elf. I I'll just lean with it. I realize that it's a better movie, a Christmas story. I just man. The time I'm trying to have watching a Christmas movie all side with Elf. I just enjoy it more. So we have two of us here. So if you want to leave Christmas story, I don't know how we're going to break this tie. We've never either. really, really had like, like a deadlock of like, there was no, no giving in. I think we've been fairly on the same page. Um, Man. I don't know. We could put it to a poll. That's my really only option. I don't know. I don't know. We could think about it and come back. Elf is hmm. Elf is great. Elf. I do like Elf. I think I guess I could concede Elf if I had to. I think it's probably more universally loved, which is big in a list like this, and which is sort of, in a way, kind of what we're trying to get to the core of. That's not all of it. It's not like just a universal poll of what people's favorite is, but I do think that plays a part in it. So we'll give the lean to Elf. All right. Final. Four. I win that. I win that round. If you, if there's, if we're close on another one, you can maybe 
maybe have your choice in, in one of these next matchups or on a later round. The next one is It's a Wonderful Life against the Santa Claus. The seventh seed and the two seed. Chalk advanced. This much like the other top matchup is just not even close to me. I think the Santa Claus and Home Alone 2 were two of the worst movies. Correct. And Maybe the two worst. Let's see. Mm, Polar yeah. Express is bad. Uh, bottom bottom percentile. Bottom, bottom quarter, three or four. third, whatever of the bracket. Um, it's a Wonderful Life is the best movie on this list. Uh, just as a pure piece of movie making, I think. Probably. Let me look. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Certainly in the running. Um, I would say yeah, so. Yeah, the Santa Claus is just... It's nostalgia but folks it's just mid as fuck it's just the most down the middle kind of whatever movie there's really nothing that keeps me coming back to it other than nostalgia there's nothing about it that really makes me feel any type of way yeah i would say that uh the santa claus being in this matchup is much a product of its first round matchup i think its first round matchup could have hand up been a mistake to include in the bracket. Um, Home Alone 2. We've said it a million times. Shouldn't have been in here. Um, it's just the first movie. It's just the it first movie seven, in, in New York. It is a 7-10. So, you know, it's not like this was supposed to be a powerhouse in this spot anyway. Yeah, this was a battle to lose to It's a Wonderful Life, pretty much. Um, I don't know if we need to say that much about it. It's an okay movie. It's got weird, really weird shit. And like mid performances, it's it's whatever. Um, I think we can probably move on and save yeah, conversation for other other movies. Incredibly mid tier movie. Okay, um, our first upset of the first round was Gremlins over Bad Santa. So Gremlins matches up with Christmas Vacation. Now I didn't have quite the response on the rewatch to Christmas Vacation that I thought I would. Most of my positive memories of the, quote, vacation movies is Vegas Vacation. I think that's really, really good and really funny. Love it. Enjoy it a lot. And I didn't love the rewatch of Christmas Vacation that much. Um, Gremlins has has some momentum. They're they're a team that you don't want to face in the tournament. They're that 11 seed that's getting hot. They're going to they might make a run. Gremlins is one of the most fun movies you can ever watch. It is people are going to be light from furious to finish. It's not even remotely close on the Christmas scale as Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation is a, one of the most perfect representations of what very, a real life very much, is like. I think it's very much similar to a Christmas story. Yeah, it's definitely in, in that, it's wackier. Like, it's definitely yeah. more over the top. It's definitely more slapstick than a Christmas story. Um, yeah, that's that's fair. I would agree with that for sure. Um, but it's, it's just those, like more of a pure comedy. Just those obviously. family dynamics that we all know around the holidays. It's very much centered on that. I don't. I don't know. I want to pick Gremlins so bad, but people are gonna hate it. If I this mean, team, if um, if Gremlins comes in and knocks off Duke and Kentucky in the first two rounds, I mean there'll be mayhem. 
it'll be riots in the streets. Yeah, I don't think that many people really cared that Bad Santa lost because I think a lot fewer people have seen that than I think I realize. Um, probably. Yeah, Gremlins right. is just a better movie. I hate to break it. I agree. It's just a better movie. Um, whether it's but, a better Christmas movie because it's that's sort of does fall into the boat of the Die Hard. It's more so than Die Hard, but it, I mean it's just snowing it's outside. Just, pretty it's much. just snowy. Uh, yeah. One of them hides in a Christmas tree. It is. It does help me so much that it is the the Gremlin, the original, is a Christmas gift. The Mogwai. The, the Mogwai comes out of a Christmas present. Is a Christmas gift. So that's Christmassy. But, but I think when you break down the Christmassy, you break down the family element. You break down, yeah, like the, love the themes and, and tones. There's of the just movie. no one grows. <laughs> there's no arcs to any of the characters. It's just fucking mayhem, and it's awesome, yeah. and it's a lot of fun. Ugh. It's true. Totally, totally agree. It's true. Um, I think we just don't like Christmas Vacation, but. It, Gremlins is basically not even a Christmas movie, if we're being honest. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Fuck Jeffy Chase, though, at the same time. Like. Yeah, at the same time, he's a prick. <laughs> he's a real asshole. Ah, man. I think I think Gremlins is also, I think it's a better movie. Like, not even that close. That's, it's closer than that, but if we're talking like rewatchability, I'm thinking Gremlins is just so fun. I think it's more rewatchable, but there's just the Christmas. If this was any other bracket, but it's a Christmas bracket, you know? I don't yeah, know. Christmas vacations. I don't know. It's I, in the, it's in the name. Has it not? I don't think it's held up that well. I, just, I agree. Don't I don't think it's, think it's that, that good. I don't, I don't think, think it's, it's funny, funny either. Even some of. I mean, there's some, some moments like, that are funny. Obviously, it's not like a fucking. I mean, I gave it whatever I gave it, like it's 80, 79, 78 or something. Yeah, the I don't think the Chevy Chase and like stuff with the family is that funny. Cousin Eddie saves some moments, but just overall, it's not. I don't think it's that funny either. No. God damn it. Are people are, are people lying? Are people just like they're just afraid? Don't be afraid are people, to say this movie's just not that good. Don't be afraid. If you think that movie's funny, you're just not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> yeah, maybe we just got a bunch of basic Bettys on our hands. With I don't want to be that guy. Like, oh yeah, I don't. If you don't think what I think's funny, then you're an asshole. Like I don't want to. Like whatever. You I, like it what just, you like. It's you yeah. like what you like. That's fine. But I just didn't find it that funny. Humor subjective. Did you know that? Have you ever heard that? Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> I just didn't find it that funny. I don't know. What are we doing? That's uh... we made the argument in the first one that if a movie's not a Christmas movie, it just can't move. Because, like, by the same token, I think *Lethal Weapon's a better movie than *Home Alone*. Um, that's closer. I like Home Alone better than I like Christmas Vacation. But man, Gremlins is also more Christmassy than Lethal Weapon is. Yeah, it might not even be though. It might not even because come on, it was very big. Family's a big part of 
Yeah, it could be about Easter. Say if Lethal Weapon took place in New York City and there was snow on the ground, it would be basically just as Christmas as Gremlins. But it takes place in L.A., so there's no snow. It's true. It's true. Um, well, uh, It's a Wonderful Life. It was like 95 degrees. It's fucking cheating. It, wasn't, it was hot well, when they filmed it. Yeah, we're talking about when it's filmed. Like None of these movies take place during Christmas. Yeah, they're all in the fucking sweltering heat in Georgia. Where yeah, the Christmas story that good. little kids bundled up like this, and it's fucking eighty-five degrees outside. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What don't are we know doing? Pick. Uh, what are we what doing? What are we here? doing? What are we doing? Oh God! I kind of just want to make people mad on the bracket. Yeah. Do it for let's clicks. Do, do it for engagement. Stop being a bitch. Do it. Say it. Fuck Chevy Chase Gremlins moving on. Let's go. Gremlins moves on. Gremlins. Final four. Cinderella fucking story. Yeah. The George Mason of Christmas movies. Yeah. Dunk City. Yeah. Dunk City. FGCU. So now. Okay. We have Home Alone. And we have Elf. The final four. A couple Titans. A couple as, as an adult, probably as long as I live, are will be rewatchable. I, movies I will watch. I can't say that about all of these movies at all. But these will live on forever. I really believe yeah. that. Two titans, if they have, have to be in the final four. I like Home Alone better. I, I like them both. Home Alone's a fun... They're both great premises... They're both unique within the genre, I think. They're both very unique for the time they came out. Elf, funnier, but supposed to be funnier probably also. I don't know. I mean, Home Alone's more of a kid's movie. They're both kind of kid's movies, but Home Alone's definitely more of a kid's movie. If you wanted to argue about overall performances probably still go with will ferrell but joe pesci is really great and this fantastic the the wet bandits in general are are very good just as a character themselves they're really great and funny colkin as far as kid roles go just doesn't get much better than that yeah you could be that guy that's like oh it's yeah he's a child so it's obviously he's not fucking daniel day lewis because he's a he's a child but as far as children that age acting, it can't get much better than that. Um, I like the script and the whole construction of Home Alone, I guess, better than I like Elf. Elf? I would agree. Elf is sort of a loose, make good with my dad um, at the end, and then just sprinkle a yeah. series of bits in between, kind of. Yeah, we mentioned it. Felt Elf feels very much like like a handful of sketches kind of weaved yes. together. Yes. Just like, hey, let's go fuck off in New York dressed as an elf. Mm-hmm. Which is funny. And a lot of it is really funny. But I would agree. That it the doesn't overall... have to be a tight, meticulous thing for it to be a good piece of yeah. cinema. Yeah, I think I think Home Alone is the answer. If this was up what against does elf a do better story? than Home Alone? What does Elf do better than Home Alone? Let's just hash it out. I think once we're down to the final four, this deserves some in-depth discussion. 
give me give me the elevator pitch for Home Alone and or not for Home Alone for Elf in your mind. What does it do better? I would say. Give me give me the argument that Elf is the best Christmas movie of all time. I would say. Uh, do I have to believe this argument or just like the argument? If you were gonna, they, if you were on first take and the producers like you gotta say that you're, Elf is the you're best on Christmas Elf. movie ever, I would say that it is. I would say that the lead has the best performance in a Christmas movie of all time. I would say Are that it's the funniest. Sure? That it's the funniest Christmas movie of all time. Um, I would say while the storyline and all the it's more of a a bunch of parts rather than a total story, but. The theme of that story is very heartwarming and uplifting with the father and son aspect, both with Buddy and with mm, the other son, Michael. Michael? Did I just make that up? The other son, Michael. too. Um, I would say the kind of old, the, the dad, uh, James Conn's character, the old Scrooge-like father, the very hard um workaholic dad softens towards the end that's a nice storyline i think there's a lot of themes that are christmasy doesn't get much more than christmasy than new york around christmas cold snowy new york you know mm-hmm. um that's about it i don't know it's very funny uh, that, that would be my main pitch best performance funniest and quite christmasy and arguably the most rewatchable that would be my strongest pitch that's all i got yeah i think james Kahn has an argument for one of the best supporting performances in any of these movies well yeah it's going up against home alone and joe pesci is very very similar honestly very like you Um, could argue it's very very similar both from similar genres like in their regular work kind of hard ass you know gangster type uh they're in the same they're both in the same movie right in uh uh, the God, uh, they're in both in Godfather, right? Or one of those? No, casino? Joe Pesci is not. James Conn is. Oh, he's um, in. I assume uh, Joe Pesci and James Conn were in some gangster movie together at some point. Oh, what's the other? What's the other one that Pesci's in? Fucking uh, not Casino, uh, but Joe Pesci's uh, in Goodfellas. Goodfellas, not Jesus. A, James Conn's not in that though. Thank you. Yes, Goodfellas. Um, so it's very similar, and then they kind of do like more lighthearted movies, mm-hmm. kind of as like. Yeah. So very similar. So that kind of offsets if you want to go that route. Uh, that's my best case. I think I'm pretty pretty good case. I'm kind of talking myself into it. Okay, let me do Home Alone then. Home Alone. Yeah, hit me. I think is one of the most well directed of any of these movies. I think it's super tight. I think wrangling Macaulay Culkin and getting that good of a performance out of him is unbelievable job. Chris Columbus. He did this. He did Harry Potter with the little kids. I, we talked about that last episode, the behind the scenes. I mean, he's as good as it gets with getting great performances out of children. Um, these two movies are two of the more iconic movies. You don't see as much Christmas movie merch as you see for these. I mean, these two movies are at the top when it comes to that, I would say. When it comes to quotes. when it Both comes extremely to, quotable. I was just going to say that. They're both great in that regard. Um, would be. Say that again. Sorry, you cut out when you put that back in. 
Yeah, I don't know. Other than, I don't know. This is. I think this one is. Obviously, we have an 11 seed in the uh, in the other 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 matchup. I can hear you now. All right, could just a second ago. Yo, what the? F- All right, I got you now. Timeout. Pause. Technical technical difficulties. Yo. Okay. Yeah, this sound worse, but you can hear me. Um. Okay, okay we're back. Just... Um. I think obviously we have an eleven in the other matchup against a two against one of the best movies. A lot of people regard it as one of the better movies of all time. Um. So this one, we can spend some time on. I don't. I think they're really, really close. Um, finish your pitch for Home Alone. You, you. Okay, so I think it's one of the most well-directed movies on this list. I think it has one of the most iconic performances, although so does Elf. Macaulay Culkin is unbelievable. Joe Pesci and the Wet Bandits are two of the most iconic tertiary, secondary characters in the history of any movie. Um, the... The creation and the whole ideation of all of his gizmos and gadgets to save the day is one of the most delightful things in the history of movies. It has a nice through line that is very essential to Christmas about realizing how important family is, realizing you love your family, taking it easy on them, even when times are tough realizing that when you are at your lowest they help you and they lift you up i think that would be my pitch for home alone also the music is better than any of these other movies on this list yeah they got like the best composer of all time to do it <laughs> yeah johnny boy he knocked it out of they the made it on the that netflix show they made a joke like dude what if we could what if we could get we could get John to do it? <laughs> Might as well they, try. Why would we, we not give him try? a call? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as if. But he loved it and did it, and it changes the movie. And it yeah, it absolutely I, is probably the best part of the whole thing. Yeah, I think it really takes it from being really nice movie to like timeless, like all time stuff. Agreed. Really Agreed. Cool. That might have put. Oh, I didn't even consider that. That's a huge factor. When I'm rewatching these, there's no part of Home Alone that kind of that I don't like. Really, you know what I mean? There's parts in Elf that, if it catch me in the wrong mood, it's kind get annoyed, of a little kind much. of annoying, it's kind of a little much. Yeah, it's, let's do the negatives. I'm trying to think of negatives for the Home Alone. The performance of Elf is. Obviously iconic, obviously good. But boy, it is he is giving it a fifteen out of ten. And sometimes that's not what I want. Sometimes that's not what I want. Yeah. Um, Just because he is an elf doesn't it doesn't necessarily if we're we're picking it apart, doesn't necessarily mean he'd be the stupidest person in the history of the world if he was an elf. Yeah. You know, and that makes it more funny, obviously, and that's like the point, and we're not making some serious character drama out of this but 
Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Home Alone is equally kind of silly and goofy and nonsensical at the same time, though. Yeah, like, obviously those two men would just overpower this kid, and, like, you have to suspend that to make that movie work. Um, yeah. Negatives. Um Home Alone is aspirational, too. Like, they're, and I guess less so now that we're grown up, but as a little kid, there's no better pitch than I get to be at home in this big house by myself with money to go eat mac and cheese and ice cream and pizza for every single yeah. meal and watch TV late. Whereas Elf, it's like, if you even kind of dig into it a little bit, it's like, this is kind of fucked up, and this is a little scary. Um they yeah. probably shouldn't let this guy in their house. Yeah, they're pretty quick to just kind of welcome him in. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. I guess he um, kid. he's got a picture of my dead girlfriend. It's true. They do the blood test. Take it, take it easy. John yeah. Favreau. Um, Home Alone. Uh, you said something. I can't remember what it was, but I was going to say something. I can't remember now. I think I'm leaning Home Alone. If there was a movie that was going to embody Christmas. Uh, is Elf a better Christmas movie, though? Elf features Santa. Elf features Santa's sleigh. Elf features the most cliche bit in any Christmas movie that's... If we can get some more Christmas spirit and we can get everyone to believe, it'll save the day. It has Zoe Deschanel singing a Christmas song in it. Is there any singing to, in Home Alone? I don't think to so. To lift the spirits. Um, Home Alone has that that Santa like that gives him Tic Tacs. Yeah, that's true. Touche. Checkmate. Ooh, um, Elf has already laying Santa though. Yeah, it does. It's one of the funnier scenes in the in the movie. Hmm. Mm, God. I'm kind of thinking Elf now. Really? I did. Well, let's be honest. I did a great job pitching it. Yeah, I think you did a better job than I did. What no, am I, I missing about Home Alone? What am I missing about Home Alone? I feel like there's there's That's good. qualities that I'm missing that would be a sell. Um, John Candy? Oh, the polka king of the Midwest. How yeah, could we Gus forget? Polinsky? Yeah, Gus Polinsky. Yeah, um, man, a lot of great heat check acting roles in both of these movies. Artie yeah. Lang is Dirty Santa, the guy that's uh, that gets drunk with him in the mailroom. <laughs> on the other side, we got Gus Polinsky. We've got who else is great? Um, the asshole um, uncle. He's in both that and the second Home Alone, obviously. Um, the asshole uncle. The weirdo that like questions him at the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hmm. I'm. I really. I can go either way. I. I got. It, it. It's funny how this is such a hard decision. If it was a Christmas story, like we argued on Elf and a Christmas story, how would you feel about Home Alone versus a Christmas story? See, I think I would like a Christmas story more. Because if we're talking story about a little kid on Christmas, 
a Christmas story is, I mean, that is just it. That just it is unassailable. You can't make a better movie about a kid on Christmas than that movie. I think, I think it's perfect. Um, I'm a little sad it didn't move on, but we got to make concessions for that reason. I, I almost kind of want to pick elf then I think. I'm cool with elf. I'm cool with elf moving on. I think elf is a little more Christmassy too. I would agree. There are people, yeah. people, people have moved on from Die Hard, and they're saying, you know what, Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. Yeah, I mean, it's just in Chicago and it's snowy. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a Christmas tree up. What even is a Christmas movie, guys? I mean, if we're being honest, yeah. What even is a Christmas movie? It's a good point. Are we going with Elf, a five seed in the final? I think so, right? Yeah, it's all about who you play, and it knocked off a Christmas story. What do you? And... What are we making the wrong decision? When we look back at this bracket, will we be ashamed? Well, I love we, Elf. Are, so, did we? Are we going to get the right, the right person? You know, are we going to end up with the right team? Let's get, let's get it down to the title, and then if we want to revise it it's our fucking bracket we'll do it uh man you just you just started talking like do we have the right team and i'm like dude maybe not i'm like questioning everything now we're gonna have to receive the best it, team redo doesn't it, win. do it all again yeah best team doesn't always win this march madness baby yeah yeah okay tentatively elf maybe. it's a wonderful life gremlins how the fuck did we... Oh, people are going to be so pissed off that um, those two teams are facing each other in the final four. No one has seen either of these movies. So <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> we got mo- uh, one movie from 1946 or whatever the fuck it's from, and then one movie from like the late 80s or early 90s that is barely even may- kind of about Christmas. Yeah. Oh, what a, the, what the a shit show. Oh, the fans of the holiday, that crowd's going to be pissed. Yeah. Your movie wasn't going to make it this far. At me. Fucking at crazy. me, dude. I don't give a yeah. shit. You're, you, I'm, yeah. I got news for you. The holiday, we got dusted by the Santa Claus, too. I got I got, yeah. a, I got news for you. Yeah, probably. Should I? Oh, we could oh, What we do? We could have had a play-in game. Mm. More movies to watch. Mm, yeah, that's... That. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, Here's what we do. We do another movie bracket. We don't watch any of the movies. We haven't seen them regardless, whatever. We just fucking shoot from the head. That's a, that's a funny idea. I like that. <laughs> um, so Take way less time. Christmas Vacation and Bad Santa were knocked off by gremlins. I, it feels what dirty. have we done? It feels, what have feels we done? bad. I mean, obviously, it's a wonderful life, right? Don't get me wrong. There's... It's so rewatchable. It's so Christmassy. And on top of that, it's just so goddamn good. I don't think it's that rewatchable. Really? I don't, I don't, I think it's a little, and again, it's like a Christmas story. I think it's a little boring. I think it's a little slow. It's extremely long. Like, obviously, it's excellent. Technically, the story, the movie is incredible. It's great. Excellent performances by multiple people. I just think every story beat is great, and there's so many great moments to me. Like, I don't yeah. know, just because a guy's not like farting and running around in a spinning <laughs> no, door is not like 
make it less fun. I don't know. Like sad shit can be fun. But it's too. like uh, it's pretty fucking. It's a downer. It's pretty. I don't know. It's not a. I would say it's such it's, a great upper at the end. It's such a good payoff. But you gotta wait it's two hours whole, for it. These movies are two hours long. No, they're not. They're an hour and two. They're fucking 80 or 90 How minutes. How long is It's a Wonderful Life? It's not that long. Dude, it's so long. It's like an hour and... Or it's like two hours and 15 minutes. Two ten. Yeah, that's too long for a movie. It's excellent. Oh. It's too long. It's long. It's a, it's a slog. It's a little boring. It, it's, also, it's due to the nature of how old it is. I get it. And I get the... That's it shouldn't be like a strike against it, I understand, but it is what it is. We're in twenty we're in twenty twenty two. It's just old and it's a, it's a bit of a tough rewatch. It's, it's kind of boring in, in parts, I think. It's so long. There's a reason nobody watches it. It's an excellent movie. It's just kind of boring and kinda it's like so old. I don't know what to tell you. It's great. Don't get me wrong. It's great. I loved it. It's going to be Gremlins. Like, I would rather watch Gremlins, though. If I'm going to pick which I would rather rewatch, that's just an impossible pick for me. I love them both dearly for wildly different reasons. Yeah. Um, you talk about so two... different. Totally two different. Two polar opposites. I'm We're not having to, gremlins I'm, advanced I'm, though, right? I'm, like we I'm can. Try, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of even like a similarity. Um oh, there's a greedy old person that's fucking oh, up the town. Very, very similar characters, yeah. Yeah. Man, so that woman that. in Gremlins, that woman in Gremlins is a nightmare. And she serves no purpose other than to be catapulted Killed. out of her home and murdered <laughs> oh, yeah. so pretty cool um it's a wonderful Peanut. life incredibly uncynical gremlins is an incredibly cynical movie incredibly could you make both do you have any pitch any pitch whatsoever to for gremlins to advance or, or we just it's just not happening um it would be very funny on the bracket my only pitch is I, I would rather rewatch Gremlins. I think it is more fun. Grim, uh, well, I think that is tr that true. Gremlins, to me personally, period, is one of the most rewatchable movies. Every moment hits. There's really no bad parts. There's no parts that I don't really like. It's amazing. More people, more people should see it. More people should watch it. It's very fun. If you're listening to this and you haven't seen Gremlins, watch Gremlins. And if you don't like it, I don't want to be your friend. Yeah. Pretty much. If you're the type of person that doesn't like Gremlins, you're like, the little puppets look stupid. And, like, it's just, like, so dumb. Like, it's all, dude, you got shot out of the thing that's, like, so unrealistic and that's stupid. Like, I want to watch, like, fucking Avatar or some shit. I want to watch, like, fucking... I don't even know what kind of movie someone that doesn't like Gremlins would like. What's a movie that someone would like that would hate Gremlins? Like fucking, dude, it's too unrealistic. Um, I like fucking Marvel movies or some bullshit. The new Marvel, the new, like, the new Space Jam. I mean, nobody likes <laughs> that movie. <laughs> That's true. Um, That's true. 
It's a wonderful life. Yeah, yeah I mean, what are we doing? Wouldn't. What are we doing Please here? Please don't. Yeah, yeah, it's a wonderful life. Championship. So now, people are going to be pissed about that. Fuck them. About what? It's a wonderful life made to the championship. Not that it beat Gremlins, but that it. Why? It's because nobody's the... seen it. Yeah, and I think there's people are people fully wholeheartedly will argue it's old black and white, so it's bad. People, that's just wrong. That's just wrong. I do feel like it. It is too long, but it is not bad. There's yeah, you're probably right. It's, there's probably some sections that could be removed that are a little unnecessary. Maybe no movie, no movie needs two hours and ten minutes to tell the story. You can. It, what are we doing? Disagree. Not, but, not, not no movie. Not no movie. That's not true either. But not this movie. It's Avengers movie. Endgame should have been an hour 15. Yeah. Cut trim this shit up. I don't need all this <laughs> stuff. What are we doing? Half of it. Don't need any. Yeah. Of it. That's not true. Uh, long movie. That that is not the case. But this movie specifically is too long. Yeah, maybe a little. I do think it doesn't feel long to me. I think it feels like it flies by. I think it moves so well. I think it's perfectly paced. Whatever. Moving on. Title game. Elf. It's a Wonderful Life. Boy. Wow. Wow. It's come all the way down to this. Yeah. We started this, and if you told me this was going to be the title game, I I don't think I would have believed you. I definitely wouldn't have, because I don't think I was going to like this movie as much as I ended up liking it. Yeah. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that we've gotten here. Because I do think all the things you said, it's old, and it's pacing slow, and you got to appreciate like the acting, and and then the storytelling and all that. And it's not, nah, which Elf is, nah, it's in your face. The good parts are like, it's it's here, you know? Yeah, I would say it's, it's not. That right. makes it seem like it's, makes it seem like it's stupid. It's bad. It's not. It is good. I we voted but to it, get here. It's just, it is good. It's, it's but easier. It, it's a less challenging movie. For sure. It very much spoon feeds you in a way that, it's wonderful life. I also not... don't want to like scare people away from not watching It's a Wonderful Life, thinking it's like this super deep, heady fucking thing. It is just a guy that's pretty sad and down on his luck that inevitably realizes the value of family. Like that's really all it is. Um, it's just I don't know. It's black and white. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, watch also, it. Also, there's like a version on Amazon that's like recolored. Um, don't watch that. It looks like fucking fuck. I watched that. Interesting. I watched that, watch that version. It that exists. Um, I would recommend the black and white. The recolored version looks fucking weird. So uh anyway. Are we- before this matchup, before the bracket started, I very much thought Christmas vacation was gonna be my choice, no matter what it came up against. I thought that was gonna win. I ended up not liking it as much on the rewatch, so it didn't win. Lost to Gremlins. Get fucked. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think these movies couldn't be more different. I mean, I don't. I don't know how we're gonna. I don't know. I don't know how we're gonna get this decided. <laughs> to be honest, I don't. I don't even know where to start. Uh, so this is. I mean, this is tough for me because, like. Deep down, I think Christmas Story is better than Elf, and I think a Christmas Story should be in this spot. But 
I think as a general public, like that's unfair because there are people and like, I'm not saying you're these people are even that these people are bad people that like a slower, more, I don't know what you want to call it. Realistic human movie is not their type of thing and Christmas story and it's a wonderful life are both super slice of life, human stories. And I think we have good representation of, a super goofy, funny, wacky Christmas movie and a super, not super serious, it is serious, but you know, more human. How many times are we going to say human when this little tiff I'm going on? Um, it's pretty you know serious. I mean, I mean it, it's pretty serious, pretty deep. I mean, the guy, his life troubles bring him to want to kill himself. So that's pretty serious and deep. Yeah. 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 That's pretty messed up. I would say its biggest downfall as a Christmas movie and in this bracket is that exactly. It's very sad and mostly a downer until the last 20, 25 minutes. And it's extremely well, long. Go ahead. I think really we don't get to that part with the him wanting to kill himself and the guardian angel. I mean, that takes a long time to get to that point. Before, it's just a lot of sort of minor disappointments but in the end like small victories and good deeds for the first what hour and 10 minutes of the movie probably yeah you know what i mean we don't he doesn't break until that really that final bit where they lose the money which happens pretty late into the movie later than i think i always remember it happens so i wouldn't say it's totally a downer i mean like the part I'll lasso the moon for you. I mean, that happens in the first 30 minutes. That's one of the best scenes of the whole movie. It's as happy and fun as it gets, but yeah. it's a very dramatic movie. It's arguably it's melodramatic. Yeah, it's, yeah that's, I think that's well said. It's just it's not, not a comedy. It's a comedy. It's not like a Christmas. There are funny bits, but it's not a joyful, comedy. like quotable. I mean, I suppose there's a couple lines, but it's just not that i don't want to say not that fun but like it's it's a it's a drama and it's kind of a deep like well-made piece of cinema you know and that's just I, it, and that's like not a bad thing but it's just not what i'm trying to sit down and have some coffee and some cookies on christmas eve and watch you know i just it's great it's objectively a great movie but it's just not what i'm trying to to have a watch with like family or like friends and i don't know it's just not what i would choose maybe maybe we've gone about this this elite eight wrong i think we could okay, boil well, it we could, we could boil this well again it's our bracket we can do whatever <laughs> the fuck we want um i think we boil it down to this question Maybe this is not the best, but rest of your life, you have to get rid of these other 15, and this is the Christmas movie that you have to watch or that you are allowed to watch every year. Which one of these movies are you going to pick, I think? Say, not. if Home Alone, well, let's redo some of these matchups. Home Alone or Elf Christmas Story, I assume your pick would not change, or would it change? It would not change. You would still pick Elf. Home Alone versus Elf. You can only watch one. The other one's gone forever. 
I damn that is I think that I think that is the matchup honestly like it's on the same side of the bracket I think that's the matchup for me we spent the most we spent the most time on it I think it was the toughest choice I think that is the matchup we'll make the caveat of around like I guess you could still I don't know it's just at home alone it is like there is the contingent of people that say it's not a Christmas movie and while I think it is, I do think that on a one to ten scale of Christmasiness, it's like a six and a half, probably. Whereas Elf, yeah, is like and the a other nine, the other main character is a fucking elf, so it's like as Christmasy as it gets outside of being. Fucking yeah, I mean, you got Santa sleigh <laughs> and fucking daddy issues. It's all there, you know. If you had a, one, you could never watch again. Which one is it? You have to pick between those Home Alone, two? Home Alone or Elf. One you can never watch again. You have to get to keep the other. Which would it be? I'd probably still pick Elf. I think. I think I'd pick Elf. My I first. Think... My first instinct is Home Alone. Uh yeah. My my gut is Home Alone. Yeah, I get too philosophical, like, too into the weeds of that question. It's like, there's really only one Home Alone. There's a million Will Ferrell movies that are, while not being Christmas movies, kind of the same shit. But that's not really a good decider for this bracket and this matchup, if you think about it that way. Um I think that's right. I think Elf, right? I'm fine with it. Yeah, I think that I'm fine with it. But I mean, well, that you said it. I do. I, I think when we get to the championship, that's that's probably who wins. Then Elf is the best Christmas movie of all time. I feel I like if I said that about then, any of the, I feel like if I said that about any of these movies, I'd be like, yeah, feels. I don't know. Picking the best of anything that is not like. When you just said, when you just said, uh, so Elf is the best Christmas movie of all time. That didn't hit my ears well. I, I know, hit, right? That didn't. When you say that, I think Home Alone. Close your eyes. Let me just let me just say Home Alone. That is, let me just say them to you. Close your eyes. Home Alone is this. the best Christmas movie of all time. How how that hill? That feels nice. Um. A Christmas Story is the best Christmas no. movie of all time. I don't, th- I don't think it is, but I've, I have a weird it's, relationship with that movie. It's a lot a of people would life. say it. It's a Wonderful Life is the best Christmas movie of all time. It doesn't it? It doesn't. Not for me. Gremlins is the best Christmas movie <laughs> of all time. <laughs> no, Jingle All Christmas. the Way. Huh? I still, I still deep down wish we'd put Jingle all the way over Christmas Vacation. But I, I kind of just alas, alas. Ah, I just, I my my gut, my gut is saying Home Alone. Man, Elf's kind I of feel like good. I right. feel like <laughs> I feel like you think it should be a Christmas story. Yeah, I do. And it got beaten the second round by Elf. 
<sighs> Dude, I should have fought harder. I should have fought harder. Hold on's like, I feel like if there's any argument that you could make that it's not a Christmas movie, you almost can't say it's the best Christmas movie. I don't know. I don't know, man. We've been we've been talking for an hour. I don't know if we're gonna get. I don't know if we're gonna have an answer. What if it's just it's a wonderful life? What if that's just the answer? We have, we. I feel like we haven't even considered that yet. What What do we think when we're considering this? How do we feel about that? I think quality of movie, which is we said it right off the top, not the end all be all. Maybe not even one of the top motivators. It's Probably the best movie on this list. I think yeah, Gremlins is I a really think that good movie. Is, I, think I think that's both just, the action movies are really good movies. Um, and I think Elf for Christmas Story and Home Alone are pretty good movies. Yeah, I think objectively, It's a Wonderful Life is the best movie. I think it would be close with Die Hard for me, and maybe uh, but uh, yeah, I mean like just like as a piece of cinema film screen mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. all the stuff it's i think it's the best but yeah. that's not what it's about no, no i don't know man this is a disaster at this point we've been yeah. i don't know it's just a it, it's a total wreck what were we thinking what can you five years from now what can we not what are we what are we going to feel good about saying you know like i keep coming back to home alone like I'm give give me the pitch. Give me the give me your thoughts. Do. What's what what are you feeling deep down inside that's that's speaking to you about home alone? I don't know, man. We've talked about we I think that was our biggest and longest talk was that an elf. We talked about home alone. I don't know. There's it's just it it also coincided with my like childhood too. Like I think this I think this last, like, It's a Wonderful Life and A Christmas Story. I think that is that of our generation. Home Alone. And that's why it holds that place in my heart to where, like, someone who's, you know, however old, 80 would be like, It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> that's that's my that's my shit. Like, there's nothing else that, that would touch it. You know, it's not... Or like as our so, parents, like my dad loves it, a Christmas story. Like it's just like I think Home Alone is more comparable to Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street because you know Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street is more of a kids movie, I think, and it is iconic, and it is a little silly. Um, that movie definitely like the age of it just didn't click with us and just didn't hit. But like yeah. if you like that movie, I I could see it. I get it. Um, I think the fact that we were deeper into the bracket we were getting a little more cynical about these movies than we were at the first half correct me if i'm wrong um the christmasiness at home like if you want to home alone is great it really is good it's just as you said it yourself it doesn't like specifically it doesn't have to. It's just like the themes and the tones and the like that. It's very good. But are those really there? Like, are they? I guess you have the shovel guy. Yeah, that's a that's a storyline with his family. It's just yeah, re- reconnecting with your family or having a newfound appreciation for those around you and what they mean to you. That's I mean that's very because as much as anything else, 
as much as I mean, Elf is just like literally he's an elf. So like that, I guess, has to be the most, you know, I don't that's pretty in your face Christmassy. But I don't know, like the themes and tones of the season and everything. Yeah, I think it's there. Like it's enough to be worthy of being the winner. It's our one seed for a reason. Do we want to be fucking chalk donkeys and have the one seed be the champ? If it's the or best, we could argue that we're. I would feel fine picking "It's a Wonderful Life." Obviously, I do like Home Alone. I don't. I don't know. Why do we do this to ourselves? Why do we not come up with a we can hard put, and fast system? We can put we can... Uh, Home Alone in. We'll put it in the championship game, and we can pick "It's a Wonderful Life," but. My personal champion, Home Alone. We can pick it, though, for the show. Uh, hmm. Okay. It's Wonderful Life. I'm cool with saying that's the best Christmas movie of all time. That's fine with me. Personally, my personal, close to my heart, it's Home Alone. People online are going to be mad. Yeah, no one's seen it. It's from from 1946. No one's seen it. Diversify your watching, folks. Don't be afraid to watch something that's just this much different than what you normally watch. It's black and white, dude. I'm out. Watch old movies. They're good. Some of them are. Some of them are. All the ones that you've heard about that people recommend are usually good. Because yeah, if they weren't good, reason. they just disappear into nothing and no one ever watches them again. You know? Yeah. Yeah. People don't it's keep true. talking about a movie for 80 years because it sucks. Usually they're pretty good. Okay. We have a champ. We did it. We have it's a, a wonderful life. We got George there. Bailey, the richest man in town. Yeah. He really wow. is. Just wow. got a bit just got a little bit richer. You love to see wow. it for George. Um Angel you got a couple things. The bell rang. Wow. Yeah. Let's move on. We, we've already been on here an hour. That took longer than I thought it would, but I'm glad. I'm glad we got there. It, it's we had to talk it out. I think, or hope it was compelling, and I hope people at home oh. are making their own arguments. I don't know. That's not. We're done. We're done. At one point, at one point, like 45 or 50 minutes, and I was like, "Did we just say anything? We just kind of yeah. were talking." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, that's called a podcast. Look it up. That's, yeah, that's uh, true. That's it's the point. definition of podcasting, dude. It's some good old fashioned debate, you know. Gabbing we're about, talk about nothing. We're going to talk about some things from the weekend. You had a couple things you wanted to spring on me. I have two really dumb, maybe really smart ideas with how to fix football at both the collegiate and NFL level. Uh, um, no, one of these is the NBA, actually. Sorry. One Fixed. of these is college football. This is a really stupid thing. Can I can I do it with the floor? Let it go. Let it rip. College football. No more regular season. The season starts with a 200-team playoff. That's the whole season. <laughs> Winner take all. Electric. It's just Everything. a 200-team playoff. We play 20 weeks, however many weeks. We decide a winner. Every game matters. Every game. Every matters. game matters. Actually, every game actually matters. You know. You would. You, so some teams just play one game. 
in their season. See, see, that's where that's where it gets a little tricky. Um, then the all eliminated the cons- teams, all the all the eliminated teams, just play bowl games the whole year. Mm, interesting. <laughs> well, it doesn't it doesn't really solve the opt out issue. I think we should expand the playoff. Seems easy. Yeah. I, uh, I've thought too much about like why can't they just do it division two do or one double A does. I don't understand. Just Seems... more money to be made doing it the way they're doing it now, I guess. But well, how would that be? Answer all those games. I I, I don't how know. Would that I don't be? know. And like, there's a reason they haven't done it. You know what I mean? Why would they not have done it? Because you would think that would be more compelling. More people would watch. Like more people would watch the whatever the Rose Bowl was this year if that game meant a team moved on in the playoffs you know what i mean like people oh, yeah. are talking about people are opting out of the rose bowl and shit and like that's crazy to think 10 years ago anyone would ever do that and now yeah. and it's not really like the game means any less from like you know it's just the last game of your season either way and it's just a game but like the luster of bowl games like kids people don't give a fuck about the bowl games anymore and I do think that the fact that this shit is also sponsored is part of it. Like, maybe it doesn't mean anything. Maybe it's nothing. But the fact that it's whatever it is, the fucking FedEx PlayStation Rose Bowl instead of just the Rose Bowl is, like, has an effect. I don't know yeah, how, it, to, how to quantify that effect, but it, really, it doesn't seem special. It seems makes the Rose Bowl feel like all the other games. Yeah, it seems like we're doing it for money. Is what it makes it seem like. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The pageantry yeah. and Rose Bowl means nothing. Nothing is sacred anymore. Maybe that shit doesn't matter anyway. I don't fucking know. But uh, 200 team playoff. Let's get it going. Yeah. Think about it. Could be cool. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it probably would be 200 teams. You probably cut Division One football in like half. And a bunch of those teams go and play in their own division. And we have like a hundred team playoff or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, NBA. I just fixed tanking. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. The end of the season. So you have the playoffs and then all the lottery teams just play in a 14 team double or single elimination tournament for the number one overall pick and for the draft order. So we don't tank. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be sweet. That would be fucking great. Why would we not do that? We want this mid-season tournament. We're not going to have tanking. You got 30 more games you can sell TV rights on. Well, you'd probably... Well, who just scored? Wait a second. Something just happened in the Pittsburgh game? Someone just scored? I hear hear yelling from the other room. Who scored? Big Ben threw a touchdown late in the game. Um, Um... Yeah, so you probably just shorten the season a bit and play like a 70 or a 65 70, somewhere in that game. 72 felt good last year. I don't know why we were yeah. at 82. Felt, felt real thing. But probably. if you do this, you get those games back. You get those same amount of TV games. You get more TV games. Really, I mean, not more, but... Yeah, and that would even out all of the... I guess it didn't really matter that much. Like all these playoff teams play extra games and then these other teams just kind of sit around. It would give them... When would you air it though? You don't want to like step on the toes yeah. of your. That is the other thing is you don't want to competing with the actual playoffs. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Maybe, I agree. Maybe... I don't. Wait. Here's. I think... 
this is what you do. You just condense it. Mm, you don't really want to do that either. I was going to say, just have like a week off or you get, if you make the playoffs, you get even more rewarded. You get a week and a half off or something. I don't know. And you play it all over the course of like a week or a week and a half. Because it would be what? If we're doing the, well, would we still do the plan at that point? Assume we still do the plan. And what is that? Uh, 18 teams, I guess, are technically in the playoffs. So there's only 12 more teams. Um, I don't know. I think you could do like even if so, if you cut it off at all, they'll be tanking for that just in a different sense. Like you'll tank to get into the playoffs. So you could do like the bottom eight teams play for the top eight picks because, like, really only like the top few picks matter, really. You know, like, yeah, that's true. Picks like nine and 12 are like exactly the same. Yeah, essentially. Well, so if you did like, if you did like, I think top probably, eight, you probably do, you probably do top 10 because I think after 10, the pay cuts off significantly for like the player that you sure. get. You um, could do 10. Whatever. Yeah. 10 seems like a good number. There'd be, then there'd be that weird in between. Maybe the rest of the teams can all have a chance to play into the playoffs. I think you almost have to do 12 because with 10, you'd have to have like buys and shit and. With twelve, yeah. it's six and six. And it's that's why. I, yeah, that's why I did eight. But yeah, either or. Yeah, eight or twelve. Adam Silver, bang my line. Uh, yeah. Last thing before we get out of here, I don't know what to make of this. I saw a tweet. I saw TikToks. I saw maybe an article. Um, up to this point in their careers, these two quarterbacks uh, through fifteen games have literally the exact same stats as each other. Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson have literally the exact same numbers, almost. Touchdowns, the exact same. Interceptions, almost the exact same. Pass per, pass completions, completion percentage, total yards. I think Lamar um, Jackson won more games. but What about rushing? Um, I think they're roughly the same. I think rushing yards um, are pretty close to the same. I think that is a Lamar Jackson stat and not a Jalen Hurts stat. I I think he's not that good. He's limited as a quarterback. I think we need to fucking give it up, guys. I don't what are we doing? Why are we trying to make him a thing? He can't throw. It's I don't, he, it's kind of crazy he, he won MVP. He well he ran for fucking 1300 yards. Yeah, that's which fucking he impressive. Was, he was Incredible. I mean, he's not a thrower. We, it, why is it? It almost feels like it's this like taboo thing to like criticize his passing. I mean, people like come after you. I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. It's, I mean, yeah. People wanted there, him to be. There's, there's certainly people that overstate how bad of a passer he is, but there's also people yeah. that overstate how good of a passer he is. Yeah. And he's just a pretty mediocre okay passer like yeah he's not even close to the level of like your rogers wilson's no holmes's type guys he's not in the top 10 or 12 in the league in passing uh, passing ability not maybe not even he's probably like league average passing ability maybe like yeah and 12, i think like which is fine it's like if he was that good a passer, he would just be the best quarterback that ever lived. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's okay that he, he's not because he's the best running he's like, quarterback that's ever lived. Ever. 
He's like Tyreek Hill at quarter. It's nuts. No, you can't yeah. touch him. Like, you, you could still win with him. You could compose a, yeah. a, a makeup that could win with him because that is such a wrinkle and so hard to fucking defend. And as long as he keeps progressing little by little and gets to the point where he is league average to slightly above league average throwing the ball and is at least a threat, he's unbelievable. He's a, an absolutely incredible I... player. I already know I'm going to be big on the Ravens next year because they had a season from hell mm-hmm. with injuries. They're, they were a total nightmare. Everyone on their defense is hurt. All their running backs are hurt. It's been a complete nightmare. And I think next year they're a Super Bowl contender again. So that being said, the Jalen Hurts side of this, like, would you – how good or bad would you feel if Jalen Hurts was your guy at quarterback? Um, pretty bad. I, think, I, I do think running Jalen Hurts can do a lot of things that Lamar does. I agree. Well. Like, I, I think, think he's, he's an incredible runner. I agree. Uh, he. I think he's much worse at throwing. I think his throwing ability is very poor. Um, he's probably improved a decent amount uh, over the past year. He's, he has gotten better, but I don't I think, think he, you can win with him. And, I, don't I don't know. I think if you, like Lamar, you have to tailor the rest of your team and the rest of your game plan around what he does well. I, based on no real numbers, and obviously I'm not digging into the All-22, he seems like he makes better decisions than Lamar did at this point in his career with the ball. Um, Maybe. He, he feels like he is understanding what defenses are trying to do to him a little bit better than Lamar did at this point in his career. I could be wrong about that. He's not as big of a disaster as I thought he would be. No, I think he's certainly a starting NFL quarterback. At the beginning of the year, I was firmly that he's not. I think he's proven this year that he certainly deserves to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I think he's definitely one of the 20 or so best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, I don't think uh, he could make the throws to like win a big playoff game in like big spots. I wouldn't trust him in that spot. I, I don't know. I I think similar to Lamar, like when the chips are down, I'm just not gonna trust him to like you know make throws to the boundary and win. I just don't think he can do it. Like when you, yes, every game in the regular season is important, but playoff games are so different. Game plans change so much. I just think like someone like Bill Belichick, obviously one of the best coaches, would similar to Lamar, like every year Lamar is just like so apparent that he just can't get it done. I hope it changes for him because I think he's, I don't think he's a bad guy and I think he's a a good quarterback, but I just don't think they can make the throws either of those guys to like win a Super Bowl or like win big games. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a reason we've never seen someone who you would classify as a running quarterback win a Super Bowl. Um, yeah. That I can think of um, in modern football, certainly. I mean, the, all the guys that are mobile are certainly throwers first, and the ability to move is a secondary thing. Like Steve Young was a really great runner, but he was certainly an incredible thrower of the football. Yeah. He was Rogers, a mobile quarterback, Rogers. not a running quarterback. You know what I mean? 
Same with Rodgers, very similar. Mahomes, same way. He can move and beat you with his feet, but not a running quarterback by any means. Yeah. But just interesting, Lamar Jackson, MVP caliber player, and up to this career point, him and Jalen Hurts have similar numbers. So I think um, put a little respect on Jalen Hurts, I think. I am – not that this changed that much, but I am concerned about Trevor Lawrence. I, I'm he's gonna, just not he's gonna, gonna, I'm not gonna pass any judgment. I'm not gonna pass any gonna, judgment. We're gonna burn the whole season. Men in black, just yep. Wipe it. We're gonna watch next year. If he sucks next year, he sucks. That's fair. Not not gonna put any stock into this year at all. Just not I also I don't think he's good. He probably I don't say won't amount to anything because that's kind of that's kind of mean, but. <laughs> I'll leave the light on for Zach Wilson too. Just sure. I'll just wipe it. I'll just wipe it. We'll see. Sala gonna assume they're gonna bring Sala back. Like, I mean, I don't think they're oh, yeah. expecting oh, yeah. him to be good. So see what that does. Like, I mean, he's they between those two quarterbacks, they've got as bad a receiving core as you could imagine. Lawrence more so just guys got hurt, but I mean that the Braxton Barrios is their best receiver. I mean, that's fucking crazy. Well, We'll probably dedicate an entire show to this, but you know who I'm getting fired up for as a head coach? No. Byron Leftwich. Yeah, it seems like he's going to be the Jacksonville coach, right? I would love that. I think that's a really great hire. Um, So one of my buddies that's a Bears fan mentioned for the Bears, I think that would be great for Justin Fields. I think he would be a great hire. I think he's pretty smart. He's an offensive guy. Any of these quarterbacks, I think that would be a great landing spot for them. If Tom Brady respects you, I think you know what you're doing. So yeah, totally right. Yeah, I, I think I think it would be a great hire. We don't have oh God. We should have talked about the Antonio Brown shit. We don't have really do it. Do we want to unpack that? I don't right have now? that. I don't really have that much to say. Uh, he, I'm. He's an absolute, what happened? He's fucking, so here's what I heard. This is what they were telling rap, the play. This hurt. Is what, yeah, this is what Rapport said, was that he said he was injured. Arians said, no, you're not. Go back in the game. Brown said, I'm not good to go. I'm not going to play. Arians said, if you don't go back in the game, you're not a Buccaneer. You're not on the team anymore. So he just took his shit off and he left. That's what I heard. Um, someone's I get, not telling the truth. Or I get reacting negatively to that, but... Just like, what are you doing? Like, just well, he's an to, absolute fucking. He's nuts. Lunatic. He's nuts to react in that way all... is just crazy. Yeah, I mean, that is childish. Like, you crazy know, that's some shit you do when you're 11 years old. Like actual crazy people shit. Like that. He is... was like, I think he was one touchdown, like 15 catches, and like. 100 receiving yards away from getting like a million dollars in incentives this year. He just, yeah, nah, fuck it. It's crazy to look at his numbers and think, had he not basically punted like three entire seasons, I mean, he'd be top five in every receiving category by now. I brought this up. I asked this to my dad and he just laughed, but I was dead serious. His numbers weren't being in the Hall of Fame. Like he's one of the best receivers of all time. No, but, if he's absolutely a Hall of Famer, I think. But does he get in on this shit? Like, does he? Does this hurt? Does he get in? 
I'm always team, like, I don't give a fuck how you act. That's not what the Hall of Fame is to me. Like, this high and mighty He deserves bullshit. to get in. No, he's the best receiver or one of the best receivers of the last 10 years. I don't think that's arguable. No. Like, Julio Jones and him are, like, the argument. Of the last 10 years, the best wide receiver in the NFL. He was the best receiver in the NFL for, like, five straight years. Yes. Undoubtedly. No argument. Just, I mean, just totally. you could argue who you could argue Julio Jones. I think for some of those years, but it's just totally no lower than second. No lower than second. I don't know. I I think there's a uh, there's a scenario where like this, whatever. Yeah, this high and mighty like image like doesn't they don't I mean, put him in, but he. There are certainly people who are currently in the NFL Hall of Fame that have done much worse shit than. Be kind I think of difficult it. to work with. I mean, he's not going to have the numbers, but you know, it's kind of similar to To a little bit. Um, Randy yeah. Moss was kind of this way too. Like, it's just some great wide receivers, some great players are just like this. Um, for whatever reason, it seems like football is like more conducive to having guys that are just fucking crazy like this. Um, head injuries. Yeah, um, probably a little. Having, I don't know. Having your job being getting beat over the head. That's not good. No, I mean he's yeah, he's absolutely a Hall of Famer in my book. Yeah, same. I hope he gets some therapy, gets some help because he needs it. Like he's it's kind of, it was honestly, I think a lot of people were like, it was sad to me. Like it I did I was, not really find it funny. I felt like a little disturbed and a little sad about it, yeah. to be honest. He is still awesome at playing yeah. receiver. He's still yeah. got it. And I like you he's, he's know, like, you know that he's had to have been such a fucking pain in the ass this whole year because like their receiving core is absolutely decimated. The fact that they would cut him lets you know that he is an absolute fucking nightmare to deal with. Someone was, someone was joking that Tomlin dealing with him for like 10 years in Pittsburgh or wherever it was is like the best coaching job of all time. First ball at Hall of, ball at Hall of Fame. Yeah, crazy shit. Like yeah, it was sad. Like I, he's almost certainly like ninety nine point nine percent, like a piece of shit, like bad person, like absolutely is. But he is. I I was like sad. Yeah, like I wanted to, like what like the redemption the story that was happening. Like behind closed doors, he was probably still a nightmare. But like to the like him playing well and like Tom Brady, like the reclamation project of all the whole deal. Like it was a decent story. I thought. And him, like, kind of coming back to very much, like, uh, very Randy Moss-esque. Like, it wasn't the same, but he had, like, fallen off yeah. and, like, came and played for with Tom sure. Brady and revitalized his career. It was sad. Like, he left. That was – how how uh, how soon after do you think he was like, fuck, dude? Um, I kind of think he's a total crazy person, so I think that he, in his mind, doesn't think he's ever made a wrong decision his entire Double life. Double down. I think he's, he's been absolutely wrong by everyone in his entire life because he's a complete narcissist. Um, probably. I mean, that's what I thought, and I saw pictures that he was just he just got an Uber and just like after standing the game, outside the up. stadium. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, where did he go? That was my thoughts. Where did he go? I, mean, I guess you're rich. You just get a hotel. Like, rich I guess. yeah they gotta fly back to tampa yeah i don't know uh, he just I don't quit know, I, don't, uh, I don't know it was sad i was sad 
Like he's totally a piece of shit, but like it was kind of a nice, I don't know. Yeah, I mean he I is what is this? He is like seven hundred yards away from being top twenty all time in receiving yards. Like that gets you in the Hall of Fame. Like all these pe- all the people that are above him are Hall of Famers. Yeah, and completely punted a year in Oakland and New England completely the, punted a year. The following year played one game in New England. And then last year, and Bill Belichick season, Bill Belichick was like, "Fuck no, nah, we're not doing this. I don't <laughs> care how good he is." Yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah, we'll uh, be fine. Sad. Hate to see it. I don't really have anything else. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, yeah, I mean, all these guys that are on this list though, of. Guys, was, I mean, he's got more receiving yards than Michael Irvin, Antonio Gates, Heinz Ward, Jimmy Smith. Really? Calvin Johnson. Yards, he has more receiving yards than Michael Irvin and those guys? Jesus. By almost, no, by like 400 yards. All right, I'm going to do a quick exercise and then we can leave. Okay. Um, I want I want you to answer for one game this weekend and – for the next five years, would you rather have um, Matthew Stafford or Joe Burrow? Stafford for one game, Burrow for the next five. Although the one game is close for me. It's pretty close. Dak Prescott or Joe Burrow? Burrow for both. Spicy. Kyler Murray or Joe Burrow? (laughs) Kyler. Um, Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow? Justin Herbert for both. Um, Lamar Jackson or Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow for both. That was a different answer six months ago, probably. Yep, I, I will say I've been I've been big on Joe Burrow since he's at LSU though, but mm-hmm. I've also been a big Lamar defender. So that's pretty much all the interesting ones I would say. Russell Wilson or Joe Burrow? Uh, Russell Wilson for one game, Joe Burrow for the future. I don't know. Joe. I mean, how, I, well, I don't know how old is Russell Wilson. Maybe not. I was thinking the other way. <laughs> Wait, you'd want Burrow for one game and Wilson for five? Why would you want Burrow? No, right Burrow now, for really? both. Because Russ has been uh, dog shit. Oh. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I you've said it yourself. Fucking, he's on one of the worst rosters in the league. Yeah, and he's also hurt. Um, yeah. I think those are the most of the interesting ones. Josh Allen or Joe Burrow? Uh, Josh Allen for both. Okay. Mac Jones or Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow for both. Okay. I think those are most of the interesting. Uh, your, your boyfriend Jalen Hurts or Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow for both. <laughs> um, Tua? Tua came back to earth, huh? Mm, Joe Burrow for both. Okay. All right. Those are most of the interesting ones. Interesting. He's had a good couple weeks. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be a really good quarterback. I think he's 
going to be a top 10 guy for the next 10 years. Yeah, probably so. Probably so. Like his mentality, I think he can make all the throws. Like his mobility in the pocket, I think he's a smart player. I think he's got that fuck you, low heartbeat in big moments type of thing that you need as a great athlete, especially a great quarterback. And this is a weird quality. Um, it's kind of like the fighter, like, oh, this this fighter's like tough. But like, dude can take a fucking hit. Mm-hmm. Dude mm-hmm. can get his shit rocked and just bounce back. I think most it's, it's in a weird modern modern football is a little different than old school. I think most quarterbacks from any point in history will say one of the biggest attributes is being able to know you're about to get fucking smoked and still deliver a pass on the money. Like having that He'll in your brain, it's like this is gonna hurt like fuck, but I have to throw this the exact same that I would. It's like he will he'll stare down the gun barrel, let it rip. There's plenty of quarterbacks that I think don't do well in that situation. Like I think I think Mahomes when he gets hit, he gets a little eh, not great with it. And obviously Joe a lot of quarterbacks, but certain Joe guys Burrow are or Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. You're talking shit. Okay. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying certain quarterbacks that are really good quarterbacks aren't great at that, and I think he's really good at it. So, yeah, it's true. They're playing well. Um, over under one percent chance that the uh, Bengals win the Super Bowl this season. I mean, one percent is pretty low, I guess. Over, but can they under win the Super Bowl? 10. Um, no. no, no. I mean, if you're in the playoffs. Technically, they could, but they just beat the Chiefs. Uh, it was at home, though. Yeah, that, that's the thing. It's like the Chiefs. That's the team they got to beat, and they can beat the Chiefs. But are they going to beat the Chiefs twice in a month? Probably not. In Arrowhead. Yeah, probably not. Probably. But that would be my other thing. It's like the AFC. They could, I, if they made the AFC title game, I wouldn't be that surprised because I think the AFC is a little, a little weak. Yeah. Yeah. Team you wouldn't want to catch right now. You know, like I'm looking at these other AFC teams. I'd pick them over most of these other AFC teams in the playoffs right now. Yeah, they've been good. All right, we've gone a long time. We'll wrap it up. Um, It's a wonderful life, champ. When are we going to be back? Well, I think um, we definitely got to preview the playoffs or we got to make our picks. Last week, got to do picks. Got to find a new, goofy way to do picks. We'll be back on... Friday. We'll call it Friday. So this is going to come out like late Monday night or early Tuesday. We'll put another episode out. We're going to go to two a week in the new year. And yep. uh, we're going to put one out again. What are you going to do, Friday? Yeah, let's do that. Pre- pre- preview the weekend. We'll preview the weekend and we'll do two a week. That makes sense. I think yep. that's going to be a lot better. I Three a week was too many. That was That was a bad idea. You just got to be like a professional podcaster, and that's got to be what you're doing with your time. We both have jobs. It's not a job. Yeah. We don't get paid for this. Uh, it's a lot of time. Yeah, a lot of time. Um, so we're going to do two a week. We'll be back on Friday for the weekend preview of the NFL, and then the week after that we'll do some playoff preview stuff. Uh, maybe we'll look back. We'll do, Ooh, let's do some uh, – next Monday we'll do look back at our win total stuff. Yeah. We'll do that on yep. Monday. And, and – uh, talk about the weekend and uh look forward to the playoffs so 
Stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you then. Deuces. <laughs>